0: Street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Street Epistemology Review Show. Today, I've got a bunch of people here. What's up, you guys? How's it going? Ooh,
2: what's up, Reid? Hey, Hello, friends. Hey. What's up,
1: Matt? Hi. And, yeah, Matt, you're new, I think, uh, for everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, introduce yourself first.
3: Uh, oh, my name's Matt. Putting the pressure uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm kind of a street. Uh, epistemology enthusiast. I kind of got into it, uh, I'd say mid to late last year, um, and I've been kind of active trying to use it, you know, in real life situations. And I, I found it to be uh, a real useful technique. And so uh, I enjoy enjoy watching lots of uh, Reason Anthony's videos. So this is kind of neat being able to review review one.
1: Yeah. Thanks. That's... Yeah. Thank you. And I'm sure everyone else knows everyone else here pretty much. So, and if not, just check the links in the description so yeah today we're going to review two of my videos i had them just recently this sunday and the sunday before that i've been going out to you know parks here in los angeles and i've been uploading clips from live streams to my second new youtube channel cordial curiosity clips and in order to get all these conversations out timely i'm just uh, uploading Clips from the streams where I'm using like the good audio I have um, recording on site. So I'm like editing just a wide shot video of these and putting them up the night of just to get them out there. And then if it's like a really good video, then I'll put it on this main channel. But just mm-hmm. to have it all out there, that's what I'm planning to do now. Nice. Cool. That's it. Good mm-hmm. idea. And uh, maybe before we get into the videos, in case you don't know, um, a bunch of us from the SA community was, was recently on uh, "You are Not So Smart," David Mcraney's podcast talking about vaccine hesitancy. Yeah, the, the conversations we're talking about today are uh, around the COVID vaccine. So Anthony, I want to like give a recap of what happened there.
2: Yeah, we uh, hung out with David Mcraney about two weeks ago, and maybe it was three weeks ago we recorded a, a roundtable discussion. Myself, Reed, Mark was there, and Nathan, uh, Nathan, ROM. Rom. We just had a really awesome discussion. He ended up recording the Zoom hangout, and I think he's planning to put it on his Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon of him, if you want to get a sneak peek of the whole thing, throw him a few bucks and you can watch it. But I think ultimately he's going to release it and put it on his YouTube channel. But the edited version of our talk appeared at the end of a three-hour podcast episode. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Like. I'm, I'm worried how many listeners may have tuned out before they get to the SE part of it or I'm not sure what his reasoning was for sticking us at the end. Anyways, if you want SE-related advice about how to talk to people about vaccines or just SE in general, that's a really good podcast. And I'm excited about it because it's a, it's a mainstream podcast. It's not theism, atheism. It's more like like a like a regular podcast for lack of a better word and it's cool to see people in a regular podcast interested in what we're doing with se so it was it was really great i mean there's things that i wish maybe we i had done better in the way that i was presenting the material like i was listening to it afterwards it's like why am i talking that way why am i can i just like can i just like talk normal so i'm a little i'm kind of kicking myself that i didn't deliver better but it was an opportunity to get this, this these ideas out there and it was really cool same
1: same here's a quick clip of it just to tease people
2: okay now
1: street epistemology isn't really meant to persuade people that's not what its purpose is its purpose is to help people get better at critical thinking to help them engage with
2: metacognition in a way they may not have done before but it can be a useful tool in the persuasion toolkit so yes street epistemology I sat down with five experts at the same time over Zoom to take a deep dive into this technique. And I'll post a video of this discussion up on Patreon and then a little bit later up on YouTube. But for this episode, I'm pulling some highlights. So it was a very long discussion. I'm only pulling out about half of it.
1: There you go. Quick teaser.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was also cool to see David just casually say S-E instead of street epistemology. Like there's a level of familiarity there and maybe some acceptance. And it's just kind of cool to see somebody like him Have
4: you heard any feedback uh, of the episode? I haven't really. None.
2: None. Like I've seen a little bit of a spike in my subscribers and followers on Twitter and stuff. But I don't know what to attribute that to. But nobody has reached out to me to say, great
4: job on the podcast. You guys were awesome. You hit it out of the park, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to make of it i'm wondering if i think people are interested in it it might take them a f- three days or so to get through the whole podcast
2: maybe yeah maybe
4: yeah it's f-
1: still fairly new so give give people some time to, uh, and, to and to get through all <laughs> you know get to our part as well it might take a while yeah we'll see but uh, yeah let's get into the first video it's around 20 minutes and then if we have time i have a second video so this one was at echo park And uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Here we go. All right, we're just hanging out doing some interviews today, if you're interested.
0: I'll I'll get interviewed. Wanna do it? Let's do it.
1: Cool. Take my chair.
0: Let's do it. Wait, what's this for though?
1: It's for my YouTube channel, Podcast Hobby. YouTube, YouTube. Yep. Let's go. Cool, cool. How are you doing today? Oh, do I gotta put these on? It helps. Check, yo check. hello what's up i like our sunglasses wow
0: yo you fuck with the pits Pit viper let's go bro how you doing man good, good. how are you uh how many subs do you have just wondering Fifteen thousand. oh nice 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 and we have seven people watching <laughs> nice nice on, on, bro on youtube and twitch and
1: um yeah a bunch of things so yeah you come, park, come to the park often
0: um no i'm not i'm from california just not the area um uh, missed my flight at lax so i had to stay the night in la pretty much but i'm going to okay. florida going to miami nice yeah i have, I have family in naples Florida. nice man nice mm-hmm. so do you guys is this just like social experiment or is there like questions you want to ask me yeah we're trying to practice this way of having conversations called street epistemology
1: okay it's a socratic method style where we let someone come up and let them bring up a claim, something they think is the case or true, and I will keep my opinion out of it and ask you questions to help okay. you understand why you believe to your
0: to yourself, really. And uh Okay. Yeah, help people reflect on what they believe and why. So okay, so something that I think is true. Yeah. Okay. Maybe
1: politics, religion, spirituality, science.
0: Um anything. Uh let me think here. we'll we'll stick on topic with COVID, I guess. Um, I think that uh, the vaccine is uh, not effective. (laughs) And I'm I'm pretty sure that's pretty obvious at this point. You know what I mean? No COVID vaccine is effective in in what way? What do you mean? Uh, Well, if you look at countries like Israel or Iceland, these countries have about 90 to 95% fully vaccinated, you know, countries. And if you look at these countries, they're having COVID outbreaks. So how, how the hell is this vaccine, you know, supposed to stop COVID if people that are fully vaccinated are still getting the virus? It just doesn't really make sense. And it's, it's really fishy. A lot of it, it seems like there's big money interest in it, you know what i mean? a lot of it's not really about like saving people's lives or anything personally.
1: Yeah, and we recently got all together a bunch of us to like work on this like tip sheet around asking questions for, you know, vaccine hesitancy and mm-hmm. I- many claims from this guy that
3: we covered in that <laughs> yeah he pretty much covered the gamut over the course of the conversation <laughs> yeah
2: i started a list of his claims i've got two of them so far the vaccine is not effective and it's not about saving people's lives yeah i'll try to keep a running list
4: Yep, yeah, thank you he floats around too
0: and uh, you know you can really you can really look at it i mean the vaccine itself you could you could argue that it's more deadly than the virus. I mean, if you look at like the VAERS uh, adverse reactions and stuff like that, and you know a lot of uh, you know different other sources, you know not the you know CNN and MSNBC sources, but if you look at if you look at um, you know other other you know independent sources, you can find information that you won't find on the mainstream news about the vaccine, and it's very. Like if, in even like obviously it's like, you know, uh, you can go on like Reddit and stuff and hear you know read people's stories about their vaccine you know uh, to how incredible that is you know it's a little dubious but there's you know there's so much uh, it's it's just crazy I think that they're gonna try to mandate this you know what I mean and they're you know trying to force us to
1: so he's basically just you know, rambling and ranting, I did want to yeah. st- stick on one claim. Should I interrupt this? I probably should have interrupted
3: it at I, this point. I, I, I was I thinking that, track. yeah, I was thinking at, at some point it, it, this, <laughs> you know what this seemed like to me was kind of like a gish gallop. Like it's like claim after claim after claim. And um, well, I think he's seeing it as a soapbox
4: he, at this point he, rather yeah. than
2: a conversation. Yeah. Right. right. He may just, and, like, this is the place that I can vent and just share all my ideas with no pushback, you know? So, right. Right. Yeah, maybe interrupting and saying, so I've got like three or four claims right here at the moment, and this approach that I'm attempting to do works best when I have one claim that we can both focus on together. Can we try to restrict this discussion to this one claim of, like, I've got four so far. You can repeat them back to him and see if he wants to select one of them or surface a fresh one that he hasn't identified
0: yet. Yeah. Yeah get the vaccine to eat to go into restaurants and stuff it's just insane and another thing too it's it's experimental it's experimental mrna gene technology you know what i mean it's not it's not like it's a real vaccine a real vaccine is something that is a dead or weakened form of the virus you know what i mean so it's not a real vaccine it's a new mrna technology that you know the creator of mrna vaccines himself came out saying that uh, you know, the vaccine isn't safe and that it's possibly going to cause a lot of damage in the future to people. So, you know, I don't know. I, that's that's pretty much how I feel about the vaccine and the COVID lockdowns themselves are 100% worse than, uh, than the virus. Uh, you know, people, my mom lost her job. My dad lost her job. So many people I know lost their job. Everybody's on unemployment. The country is going to hell, man. Yes, what I'm hearing you say is just this whole
1: situation is messed up. It's bad. There's virus itself. uh, And the thing for it is not effective. And even Mm -hmm. if it was effective, there's just fishy stuff going on with financial incentives and the effects of the whole lockdowns is bad for the economy and for people getting their jobs. It's just a bad situation.
0: Yeah. In general, man, in general, it's like we just got to wake up and just go back to normal because this. We're gonna live with COVID no matter what. It's, COVID's not going away. It, honestly, COVID's always been here. Coronavirus vaccines—you know, obviously it's a new variant or whatever—but you know, coronavirus has always been here. So we're just gonna have to live with it at this point, and we got to move on. The
1: broad category yeah. of a coronavirus has always
0: been. Yes, here. yeah, that have, like coronaviruses were discovered in like the 1960s, I believe, okay. something along those lines. But obviously, it's like a new variant yeah, or whatever. This particular
1: one is new.
0: Yeah, is it
1: dangerous? Is, if you got COVID, would you be concerned?
0: I would rather get COVID than the vaccine, hundred percent. Why do you believe that? Uh, because because
1: I've heard even in McRaney's podcast that asking this question is probably a mistake, but it, it it's hard to say. But really, should we be asking why if we're wanting to potentially persuade someone away from? And where they are in their confidence, I ask them because you're reinforcing later. it. You mean,
2: yeah, because it, you're reinforcing the asking, yeah. yeah. asking how he how he originated it. <clears throat> you think you're reinforcing it?
3: Well, even in the podcast that he said, it's important to kind of steelman their claims so that they feel like they're heard and they know that you know you're listening to what they're saying. But then you should talk about other you know things, other possible reasons, or like what if what if that reason weren't true, right? or get them to focus on it right but right now he he just keeps repeating claim after claim probably that he's heard or believes right and so it's difficult to even get a word in right and and maybe we should say um,
4: something like maybe we really need to spell this out what reed is doing he's merely restating the claims back to him he's not Right. Agreeing with him, challenging. And he's not questioning.
2: Right. Right. He's not challenging with questions. He's really getting
4: clarity he's on just, the claim. He's just trying to understand. Right. So, yeah, he, Reed yeah. is not acting in a pro, in a anti-vaccine manner. Right. Yeah, he's but he's yeah. just, I just. I think it should just be said.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. YouTube. Uh, you know, whoever, whenever this video gets flagged, <laughs> if I'm just watching this, please. This is trying to. Yeah, we
2: should, we're having you. some issues with some of Mark's videos because of the nature of the topic they're getting flagged which Mm -hmm. is really frustrating because we're trying Mm -hmm. to show how to talk to people about deeply held beliefs and conspiratorial conspiratorial minded thinking and this we think Mm -hmm. is the solution to that and it's really discouraging as content creators trying to show a better way when our own materials are getting denied because it's probably getting caught up in some algorithm. We're not blaming a specific person. We're not being conspiratorial necessarily ourselves, right. but it's discouraging. And, and yeah, yeah. That, that algorithm needs to be yeah. tweaked a little bit. And you but repeating
4: the claim does not mean you're agreeing with the claim. Just
3: right.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah we don't want to lose yeah. that point. Yeah. 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 One,
5: one, of, one of the hardest things I find that I'm finding with these sort of conversations is um, as Matt mentioned, the, gish gallop and it's very difficult i'm finding with my conversation partners to focus um and so i'm feeling that it's really important to get their permission at the outset um can we let's the way anthony mentioned can we focus just on one thing Mm -hmm. with your permission can i direct you when i feel that we're going off because there are many things that we can talk about and if you listen okay. to him unravel all of his reasons, you could probably go on for 24 hours. You know, that it can go on and on and on. And then there's this conspiracy. And then there's this. And then there's this. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah, maybe the the best thing is to get permission and, and, and yeah. get permission up front. Can I direct your attention with your permission back to one specific point that we're going to focus on now? And then we can, you know, look at all these other things later. I just find that's that's right. helpful for us to explore this as partners.
3: Yeah. Or, or maybe like this technique, this street epistemology works best if we can just focus on one particular thing. Is there one particular yeah. thing we could we could talk about, mm. right? And then, and then if you put it up front, then you can keep coming back to it. Right. Yeah.
2: You might still have to remind him that you've agreed to focus on one claim. Oh yeah. Definitely. But at least you might have yeah. that agreement, and you can just keep
0: revisiting it.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm cool. All right. Here we go. Keep going. For one, COVID itself, it, it, you know, it uh, has a 99.9%, you know, uh, survival rate, especially for people my age. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I'm healthy. I take supplements. You know, I'm a little overweight, you know, but I haven't been sick in, since uh,
3: 2019. I okay? wanted
0: to say something about I this, haven't. And that's
3: my. Yeah. I, I When I was listening to this, I thought, I mean, this isn't really the claim you're trying to talk about, but... I would find it interesting to ask him, would you feel differently about the seriousness or the the situation if you were one of the at-risk groups, right? What if you were old and overweight and immunocompromised, right? And maybe your risk of dying was 10% or something, if you got it, hmm. like, I'm not sure yeah. you ever considered that, right?
2: Whoops. Lost- that's, a be- that's a better phrasing of what I was thinking, because when I was watching this live, I think I even typed in the notes or I said something like it might be interesting to ask him if he only cares about the risk, if it affects him, but I like your phrasing better, Matt, because it's, it's, uh, it's still about him, but in a later stage of his life. Mm -hmm. So you're keeping him in the mix in the thought experiments, not some unknown entity. Yeah. I
1: like that. Or just keeping it abstract. What would the risk level need to be for yourself like if you get a, is it a 5% chance? Yeah. Or a 10% chance. Well, for whatever illness is out there. Yeah. what that, you know, what level does it need to be at for you to start considering yeah. it's important to get the vaccine
6: mm. at that point? I want to introduce an actual hypothetical disease. Let's say, you know, let's get past COVID in two years from now when there's a new thing. Uh, and that way, uh, if we are talking about it, I'm not bashing on the existing COVID stuff uh mm-hmm. I, I like that separation that might help me with youtube but i also think yeah. it might help me even my interlocutor not to fight back about what they know about COVID.
3: yeah yeah kind of make it like a clean a clean sheet let's just suppose we had some other thing it's not this right yeah to, to kind I of take away did. the emotions maybe they have but
4: i think we can I get the sense that his claims bad. are fairly oh sorry i uh, i get the sense that his claims are fairly surface level at this point where he knows enough to say this point and that's about it and now he'll go to the next point because he's done with mm-hmm. that point
3: right
4: yeah yeah,
3: yeah it's yeah. almost like uh his the, the claims themselves work as evidence right for him I, or, I is de, it or is the defense right.
2: i don't have to think yeah. much about yeah. my claims because i have so many of them that i'm not being right. challenged on them Shafe right. and flare technique <laughs>
0: mm. yeah started supplementing and stuff and taking stuff like, uh, coal, oil, silver and turmeric, And, um, uh, I take a lot of different supplements, but that really, um, I boosted my immune system and I started boosting it before COVID just because I got into it, you know, I've got into like supplementing and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and really I think, I think I may have got COVID in uh, the beginning of, like in 2019, like the end of 2019, like I said, like right in the beginning, I was sick in December. I think it might have been COVID, but honestly, I haven't been sick since. So, and throughout the whole pandemic, I haven't been sick. You know, I don't wear the mask, you know, unless I absolutely have to uh Dude, I barely even washed my hands, dude. You know, like I, I just took a piss and didn't wash my hands. Okay, wow. So yeah.
1: So you feel you're protected because I, you've built
0: your immune system a with. a Couple power.
4: things
3: about this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. First. Did you shake his yeah. hand? <laughs> <It> did not.
1: <laughs> did you wipe down the title after that raid? we wiped it down after. Yeah.
3: <laughs> One thing I thought was interesting was, like, he's open to taking, like, supplements, apparently, to boost his immune system. And it's interesting to me because, like, uh, I guess what's what in his mind is different between supplements and the vaccine, right? Uh, Allegedly, they would both boost your immune system, Mm. right? Yeah, he's taking
2: something. He's taking something and rejecting something else. What's the criteria that he uses to decide to take something as opposed
1: to reject it? One you're eating, one is injection. Potentially, that might be icky. You know, we're used to eating things; that's normal. But yeah, injecting yeah. is is sure.
4: Natural versus, yeah, the, yeah. I, I'm learning thing, needles I, are a bigger okay.
6: thing for more people than I thought before.
3: Really. Mm-hmm. The other thing I thought, and maybe this relates to the introduction, where he asked, you know, how many people, how many subscribers do you have? And he said, "Oh, I live stream too." And, I was wondering if he was figuring he was gonna show this video to like his in-group, right? And and maybe use this as look look, look at me, kind of like defending, you know what I believe, right? And I wonder if that's. We part asked of, you how many
4: subscribers you have, so that was yes, yeah. yes, right. It's on his mind,
1: right. and later he yeah. says he live streams himself as well. I haven't <laughs> found whatever wherever he live streams, but and I do have his email, so if if I do try to follow up and he watches this. You know, Nate, I'd love to talk with you again at some point. That'd be nice. Um, so yeah, well, here we go. Keep going. Uh, uh supplements. Yeah, and I
0: also, I also believe in like, I'm really against like the modern medicine, really personally. I believe in, and this is more new for me, honestly. I'm starting to get into it more like herbal medicine and like more holistic ways of healing. You know what I mean? Because okay. I just, I. The way that the pharmaceutical industry is and the medical industry is now it's like here's a pill here's a surgery here's a this here's a that it's like there's they just uh you know these solutions that they come up with are not some of them yeah something like some of things in modern medicine sure they're they 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 have been good but i feel like a lot of them just look at the opiate crisis you know what i mean the opiate crisis wouldn't be here if these you know doctors didn't prescribe all these damn opiates to people for a what a, a hurt knee or something you know what i mean there's other ways to heal yourself you know than these modern methods i think
1: yeah so let's focus on the question should you personally get the vaccine i assume you have not got the vaccine oh hell no I'm yeah and i'd love to understand i'm hearing a lot of reasons to not get the vaccine could we could we brainstorm wonder about reasons to get the vaccine what would need to be true um, how would things well, need to be different in order to potentially lean that way
0: uh, it, I mean, obviously, I think it's up to personal choice at the end of the day, you know, if you want to get the vaccine and be a, you know, experimental, uh, you know, go go for the experimental gene therapy, go ahead. You know, I think the Johnson and Johnson actually, to, actually isn't an mRNA one.
3: Yeah. I wanted to say, uh, I thought this was interesting. Uh, you, you asked a really good question, and I think basically he hadn't thought about it, right? He didn't really have any reasons. That was a good question. In his mind that that, that could get him, you know, to, to want to take the vaccine, right? Um, and I, the personal choice thing is interesting because, um, well, sure, right? And he, he even says, everyone has the choice to get it or not, right? And if someone gets it, that's fine, I don't mind. But but like, I wonder if you could have like refocused on it. Well, sure, yeah, everyone can do what they want. I'm asking you personally, what what influences your personal choice, right? Yeah. Right. Because I, I felt like he was using that kind of as like a I'm gonna defend against this, right? So you can't really ask me.
5: Yeah, and how like, how do you like differentiate it's my personal that, choice.
3: Yeah. How, you know, why would you ask yeah. me? You know, it's kinda of what he said.
5: And how do you differentiate between something that's experimental and something's not experimental? What criteria do you use? When do you know to draw the line there? And why is that a bad thing? What would you <laughs> need to see for you to be comfortable with something?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. and, and hypothetical, like, let's say you were, you had some c- rare kind of cancer and there was a new experimental treatment that wasn't yet, you know, fully used and it, it, had, it was likely to save your life, you know, yeah. would, yeah, would I, you be?
5: I find a lot of people are not considering the fact that by not taking it, that's an actual choice that has consequences, consequences in the other direction as well. And they don't consider, mm-hmm. are you using the same standard? You know in determining what the yeah. consequences are of not acting and taking and getting the vaccine all <laughs>
3: anyway.
5: right but this is yeah i really like this question because they have like a thousand reasons that they come up with uh which are really just surface claims all these claims and so this was a really good way to focus like um you just ask him yeah, for you one yeah. yeah what would you need yeah. to see to give you confidence It was a really good question yeah yeah thanks you know keep going
0: Experimental gene therapy. Go ahead. You now I think the Johnson & Johnson actually is not an mRNA one, to be honest. But I, I heard it also has other problems like uh, um, stuff with uh, heart problems and stuff like that. But honestly, th- if you want to get the vaccine, go get the vaccine. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Sorry for my language. No worries. Uh, I don't really care. You know, you can go get the vaccine. Just don't push it on me and force me to get the vaccine and force me and, you know, push me out of society to get the vaccine. Like, what the hell? That's yeah. that's insane. That's absolutely yeah. insane. If you came to believe.
3: You, you notice how. So you, I, I know he's, he's probably not doing this deliberately. Right. But like the question you asked is, what would need to be different for you to want to take the vaccine? And he's answering a different question, which is, why are people forcing me to take the vaccine? Right. Or I, I You know, people should not force you to take the vaccine. Is what he's answering. Right. And I, I don't think he realizes necessarily that he's answering a different question, right?
5: I, want, I wonder how it would have gone with someone like this if, uh, and Reed got this permission, like if you, if you get the permission, I may want to ask you to just focus you back to a question. Would you be okay with that if it appears like we're drifting off target? There's a risk of losing rapport. But in this moment, um, redirect back to the question. Okay. Yeah, I get that. That's very important to you. In relation to this question, repeat the question. And see, I wonder what would have happened there. Would he have answered the question the second time? Would he have gone off on another tangent?
2: He would have apologized yeah. and said, "I'm sorry. I, di- I didn't realize I was getting off topic. Yeah, let's focus on that one." Like I think he yeah, probably is not been. Have... Do you disagree, Dolly? I think he's not aware that he's just rambling and throwing. Yeah, up I all don't these think he knows c- he's
6: stuck on transmit. But I, I also don't hmm. see him as the uh, uh apologizing type. Hmm. hmm. But you know, maybe I'm typecasting him. <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe he's trying to build like some kind of argument in his head about you know he's seeing you know a lockdown or a, a kind of enforcement a kind of
3: mm-hmm.
1: the state trying to mandate something is connected right. in some way yeah. to the efficacy of the vaccine itself or the safety or the effectiveness of it so it's like it's part, yeah, like it has i right. could like i guess could it be possible it's you know uh, you know, it's a bad thing that there's some kind of super harsh ma- mandate or lockdown and the vaccine is actually safe and effective. Are these things related in some way? It, is the more harsh of policy in, in terms of lockdown or mandate make the mm-hmm. vaccine less effective? Do these things change? Uh, and, you know, it's, It seems like we,
5: it's we affecting might have the same- somehow. We might have the same moral intuitions here. Um, it sounds like you really value freedom over authoritarianism. Uh, I value that too. Um, I'm wondering if we did mm-hmm. not get vaccinated, could we lose our freedom even further? Mm-hmm. Different ways. Mm-hmm. Could we Great. be weakening
2: That's That's our society and yeah. making making us vulnerable to our enemies if we don't all get on board this thing? Yeah, that might be an yeah. interesting. What,
3: what are the What angle. are the downsides? of not getting vaccinated. Possibly. Right. Right. Could we, have a, competitive disadvantage. we, we yeah. have a
2: competitive disadvantage against a country that is vaccinating their, their people right. and right. having or mandates?
3: Hy- yeah, like hypothetically, if there were a trade-off between uh, having vaccinations and more lockdowns, if that were a trade-off, which one would you prefer? Right.
5: Robert gave a really good analogy the other day to me, and it made me laugh. There's a nuclear missile on the way. Everyone, go underground into shelter. How dare you try and control me? You know,
2: <laughs> like... That actually happened, in, in Hawaii yeah. about three in years Hawaii, ago. Yeah yeah. Also
6: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we will keep going here. I believe hypothetically okay. to okay. believe that the vaccine was safe and effective in some way, and. say next year something happened that you learned about that just made you believe that it was safe and effective. I love to get your confidence that it's a good idea to get the vaccine for yourself if all the way to the right is absolutely yes. I should not have asked a compound question. I tried to ask for disconfirmation question but I'm like that's the second time I've asked it. I'm just going to try to get confidence at, at now and then I'll go back to another kind of disconfirmation question. Is a good idea, or absolutely no? It's not a good idea for you. Uh,
0: absolutely, absolutely no. It? Where's your current? Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely no. In the white? Absolutely, that's no, right? Yeah, absolutely no. Yeah. No. What,
1: what would need to happen next year for your future self to think, "Oh, I'm I'm like a slightly up a little bit about it." Um. Just, yeah, not sure. Not like all the way over. Not even like in the middle, but like slightly the other way.
0: Honestly, nothing because I don't need it. I've I've looked at all this everything I need to look at. I I'll get I'll be fine if I had coronavirus right right now. I would be literally maybe little sniffles and my throat would hurt. You know what I mean? I don't get fucking sick, okay? So I, honestly, never. I don't need the vaccine. I,
3: I thought this was interesting like uh, so he's basically rejecting the premise of your hypothetical, right? Mm. Um and so he's not, he's like, you're asking for disconfirmation criteria and he's not really giving it, right? So sometimes then you can maybe give one and see what he thinks about it. And I thought maybe a good one might be, well, suppose, I I mean, I know you think this is unlikely and it's not going to happen, but what if you got COVID and it was a serious case and you were in the hospital and you were on a ventilator, right? Um, Could that, you know, would you still feel the same way, do you think, if, if that were the case? Yeah. Maybe that's, that's a little uh, bit too that's, that's a little too...
5: of emotion for me, yeah. potentially.
3: Another yeah.
5: one I've another one I've tried is. What if there's um, a variant
4: that all of a sudden killed 50, half the people that infected?
5: Yeah. That that's the one that I've I've tried. So um yeah. what's your main reason? Um so if the majority, supermajority of specialist experts around, say, that um, if we don't get uh, a high rate of vaccination, there's a possibility in three years from now we might have a COVID 23, which is even more deadlier, and that could affect you and put you in hospital. What's your main reason for not agreeing with that consensus of the experts? Yeah. It's well, interesting what when, you,
2: when you... What, what would have to change in that situation like to accept it? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's interesting ahead,
4: when, when we've when you've come across people, and I think we all have, that are this closed, that they're mm. not. E- there's not even. I've it basically right. he basically said, "I've learned all the information I need to know," and that's right. such no an interesting statement to say.
3: Yep.
4: There's nothing more I could learn that would change my mind, and that's yeah. such an interesting stance. It I makes mean, it defensive, or is it just? <sighs> That could actually be a good line of questioning.
2: I wonder if that could be a good line of questioning. Like, Are there other things that you are so sure about that you aren't willing to reconsider or change your mind? Like, I'm getting the sense that you're really closed on this issue. Are there other issues that you're equally as closed on? And then maybe you could just start talking about the closed-mindedness that you're observing rather than the topic.
6: I read ahead. You're absolutely correct about About what what? which person that there's at least one other thing that he's completely closed-minded about it comes up soon
2: Uh, okay all right i'm keeping the list of claims here too by the way i've got about 20 of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's no point why would i get it i don't get sick i haven't been sick for two and a half years man i haven't been sick through the whole pandemic why what's the point there's no point you know and they say oh you're uh uh what's the what's the hot term they use the uh like you spread the virus but you don't get symptoms pretty much uh i forget what it's called asymptomatic? honestly asymptomatic. yeah asymptomatic or whatever yeah. and honestly the whole asymptomatic thing there's that that like the the science they had behind that you know and the studies they were using was very very sketchy in my opinion so i don't bu- i don't really believe their whole and, that, and you notice they don't talk about that anymore. When the hell is the last time you heard about asymptomatic people? What you hear about now is the unvaccinated. But the people that are getting the virus are vaccinated. It almost seems like the virus is causing more variants. Oh, no, that's actually what exactly is happening. The vaccine is causing more variants. What do you know? What do you know? Yeah, I wonder if this claim
1: is testable that you yourself are virtually... I didn't take the bait. I couldn't... I, I could have gone down that road,
5: road, but yeah. Yeah. One thing I'm thinking uh, with this unread library effect, like this super confidence in all these claims, I'm wondering if we could ask questions like um, what are the actual, I'm really interested in, I'm really curious, what are the actual odds of harm for someone in your age group with your whatever you know state of health you have, yeah. of harm flowing yeah. from actually getting COVID? What's the percentage of the chance of you being hospitalized? You know, have you looked that up and do you know that? And, you know, what source are you getting that from? And then what's the, what are the odds of harm from getting the vaccine for someone of your age with your underlying health? If yeah. the supermajority of experts are saying that the odds of harm from getting COVID outweigh the odds of harm getting vaccinated, what's your main, main reason for disagreeing with that? Why are you going right. with well, the one that has the greater odds?
3: Yeah, yeah, or if it were true, you know, if what the experts say were true, you know, would you feel differently? I think you'd probably say, no, I don't trust him.
5: Yeah, and then it goes to a discussion about, well, what's your reason for not discussing, uh, not uh, not trusting the supermajority of, you know, special sex sports, experts going to the Society of Virologists or epidemiologists and looking at the statements that they have on their websites? What's your reason. Do you understand the scientific method? Why is the scientific method a reliable process to place trust in? And that unread library effect, going into the details, what is your understanding of the scientific method? You know, and exposing that they really have no idea about what the scientific method is and what all this is.
3: Yeah, I I had a similar point in just a few seconds coming up. Uh, I thought a good question would be, well, what, what percentage of unvaccinated people would you expect to see in hospitals versus vaccinated? If mm. if the vaccine weren't effective, right? Which is his claim. Like mm. he should have some expectation about that. I would think, right? Yeah.
5: Well, you can't yeah. trust those statistics. Uh, the inventor of the NRMA, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, yeah, those yeah, but you don't really. have to
3: trust these statistics, right? Just just what would you expect to see, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 If you personally investigated yourself, went to a hospital, you know, and just started doing the research yourself asking whoever's in a hospital bed did you come in and you know <laughs> are you in you know, what, what would it take to be more confident about whatever claim yeah.
2: his My overconfidence in his ability to to understand this is stunning like yeah, is there seems to be no like very little humility in his abilities yeah. to be mistake like have you ever been mistaken? What would, you, How would you react if, if an expert happened to be walking <laughs> yeah. by and and they showed us their credentials? Would you blow them off? Would you listen to them? Would you think at the end of that conversation that you were still correct, even though they've, they've studied this? Like, uh, how does one develop
3: yeah.
2: a, a degree of confidence to this level?
3: Yeah.
2: Or- I think I know the answer to it is because yeah. we value it. Our society tends to value
4: and, yeah. Yeah. and uh, raise those people up. But it must be exhausting to have that much confidence about things. Maybe it's really easy. Well, around uh, the world, people are probably constantly saying, no, you're wrong.
6: (laughs) I think a lot of people are taught that belief without evidence is virtuous. Yeah. And and I think that's where this leads.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, the cat gets let out of the bag here soon.
3: One thing this reminds me of is from that book, Scout Mindset. I don't know if you read it, but... In the yeah, book, it's a good book. It, it, Gala talks about the difference between um, epistemic certainty versus uh, communication mm-hmm. certainty. You guys right? Coming course. across, yeah, exactly, right. Like, so he's he's stating these claims in a very confident way, right? He exudes confidence. If someone didn't know anything and they were listening to him, they go, like, "Oh, he's pretty confident about what he's saying." Maybe that you know, some people might equate that with like that that means what he's saying is true, right? But like. It's not the same thing as epistemic certainty, right? Like actually, you know, mm. knowing whether something is true or not. Yes.
2: And, yeah, confidence. We're not talking about how. How. Uh, what's the word? You're strolling into a bar and you're swaggering. We're not talking about swagger. We're bravado. talking about. We're not talking about bravado. Right. Right. We're talking about right. your your certainty, your your assuredness that what you think is true is true. Mm-hmm. Some people some people confuse nobody,
5: confidence with, with that. Perhaps. Nobody knows confidence without evidence like me. I've been told I'm the best in terms of confidence. My yeah. 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 Donald right. Trump interpretation.
1: Right, I think I try more testing questions here. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if this claim is testable that you yourself are virtually protected because of your your own health and immune system
0: well i didn't say i was virtually i mean i could get covid i just won't yeah. be like a, i won't it They're won't just kill me or anything it wouldn't be severe consequences, yeah i'd be a little sick you a know? little sick
1: yeah yeah is that claim testable sure yeah say hypothetically what what would what, how would what would be a good way to test that claim that you and people similar to yourself in terms of uh you know physicality and well health.
0: i mean i guess i could just straight up expose myself to covid i mean
1: yeah say we say we instead of you doing it we'd like get a population of a thousand people that are like similar
0: to you in terms of health and sure yeah i think that's age. honestly a good idea they should be doing stuff like that honestly as far as like yeah you know willing participants you know. i
1: would usually ask for the person to create the experiment themselves they're the way of testing but i'm just trying to get something going
0: yeah. yeah you know what i mean obviously yeah. i mean i don't i wouldn't want to like it, it, like you're it's a hypothetical yeah. i don't really want to be like a government lab rat or anything honestly but yeah. like yeah. if it like sure whatever like
3: i thought this was important I, I thought like when i heard him say that i thought this was a clue that this is something close to his identity right
4: the government lab rat thing
3: yeah, yeah. like i don't want to be part of something like this is like not part of the character that, that i have right like yeah. i don't this is like a this is like an identity claim right i don't want to be a government right i don't want to be experimented on right i want to have autonomy right? immediately like I'm after
6: here. proclaiming that it would be a good idea to expose a thousand of his peers to COVID,
1: did he claim
2: that it,
6: it's completely backwards well, i think that was just, he just said, yeah we should yeah. He said, yeah, we, I think we should do that, but I don't want to be elaborate. <laughs> okay.
2: I'd have yeah. to wonder if we have the data on the study that you're actually proposing. We don't, we have those people. We have those <laughs> they, results. Yeah, we know those, The, the, the right. BMI of the patients <laughs> yeah. and the age ranges of them. Right. And, I know
3: that's the irony. It's like, do you, yeah. Do you suppose, like we have a huge natural had, experiments. Done those experiments, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Better anything, honestly. But, yeah. like, if it, like, sure, whatever. Like, but if the the more, like, I think reasonable situation is like, oh, I get exposed to COVID. You know what I mean? That's how we can test it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, say so hypothetically tomorrow, in some way, there's, like, a thousand people similar to you were are be- were now being tracked over the next year, five years or so. And we track them. And next year, we discover some of them got COVID. Uh, if they all were fine, they just got a little sniffles. That would be that would be a good reason to be at your to stay at your same level of confidence. Uh, sure.
0: Here. Yeah. Sure. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If there's some type of study going on like that, sure. Yeah. I mean, what would need to be the result of that test?
1: How would they need to? perform in terms of getting COVID in order for now, you to okay. shift your
0: confidence about it. Now, I will say this. Yeah. Now, COVID itself, I don't think is like a virus like in the beginning of the virus.
3: <laughs> nope. <laughs> <a> <laughs> I, I, I'm taking a zero in that question. <laughs> yeah. wow.
5: one, of the, one of the comments I just noticed was um, someone's just asked, I'm wondering if you've had any uh, COVID uh, vaccine hesitant person doing a history with more knowledge more critical thinking skills and they followed up with the idea that um they've heard virologists and doctors who were having some skepticism about this well i've had a few conversations with people that are very intelligent people and um and they've raised this idea they they say that there are doctors and experts who are skeptical they raise this and so the natural pathway for the conversation to flow is well let's put this on a set of scales you have the super majority the thousands of specialists out there with publications on the society websites who say this is the case and these are the odds and then you have a handful a handful who say who might be skeptical and then what are some of the criteria that might lower our weight in in relation to that are we competent enough to be able to interpret what they're saying accurately Are they disgruntled are they do they have conflict of interest themselves are they running their own youtube channels to spread disinformation i mean how are we comparing the weight why do we put so much weight in a small handful of people who may be disgruntled who may have bias conflict of interest uh, for whom we don't have the competence to be able to understand and interpret what they're saying anyway to give it any weight why are we giving that equal weight with the supermajority, the thousands of specialists who are competing against each other to prove this thing wrong and not being able to prove it wrong, who actually value truth? What's the main reason for giving weight to that small group over the thousands here? Mm. So that that's where it wouldn't be. The conversation it wouldn't be just because they me. agree with you.
4: Yeah. Mm.
2: That likely is the reason. That likely is the reason why they're right. attracted to it because it, it's they're giving the answer that I want to hear, and it confirms what I've already thought. Confirmation bias. Exactly.
3: Yeah. 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 Motivated reason. Yeah. Mm.
0: Now, COVID itself, I don't think is like a virus, like in the beginning of the virus and the pandemic, I was I think everybody was, you know, a little scared. I was, you know, using hand sanitizer um, and it was before they were telling people to mask up and stuff like after like the first month, I was like, oh, this is bogus, you know, but like the first month of the pandemic, I remember, like, March or something like that, I think it was, of 2020. Like, sure, I think everybody was, like, a little concerned. Like, I remember at work, I didn't want to touch the money and stuff like that. Like, I think everybody was. Like, because it was like, oh, like, remember what they were doing, the propaganda they had? They, like, had uh, people in China, like, dropping dead in the street, saying it was from coronavirus and stuff. You know what I mean? It was insane. So, like, definitely, and I was a little concerned at first. And I, I will give you that you know I, I it is possible that one day there could be like another plague you know what i mean i don't think it's going to be coronavirus but there yeah. could be like a like a super virus that actually kills a lot of people and that's not a that's not a impossibility i'm not saying
2: mm-hmm. how would yeah. it look any different than the current situation mm. right. how would a future yeah, virus right. that you would be concerned yeah. about look any different what would right. what would need to happen to get from where we are with this thing yes to the to the situation that you would take more seriously
3: right how much worse would it have to be specifically right what's your
2: criteria because in six months we may be meeting his criteria with a variant or this variant
1: yeah
0: yeah i think that's an impossibility i'm just saying coronavirus isn't it
1: yeah so that for this test of a thousand people over a year let's say half of them got COVID. And of the people who got COVID, half of them died. Would that be a reason? I'm not saying that will happen, or is that even close to realistic? If hypothetically if mean, that happened, would that change
0: your confidence about getting? I process? would. I would be very.
1: I don't know if I should have given that specific example. I just wanted to see if anything potentially right. at all possible could happen.
2: And now he's and so looking for ways. Like- he's looking for ways yeah. to dismiss your hypothetical rather than entertaining
3: right. it.
4: Right. You want to address right.
3: it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is. Yeah, and, and so like one one way I, I could have gone on this, like if if he's gonna reject the hypothetical would be to say, well, so, you, you know, we talked about doing a test, right? And it sounds like you're pretty clear about what would be a positive result that the vaccine's not effective, but I'm not sure I understand what would be like a negative result. And, you know, is that, what do you think about having a test where you're not, you can't prove anything wrong, right?
5: Hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's a good example of where people, there's another comment there. We should know exactly the effects of mass, exactly the effects of vaccines. We should know exactly. And if we don't know exactly, we should not get the vaccine. And I think this is a really good example of, well, do you know exactly the effects of everyone getting COVID and letting it run? Do you know exactly the effects of what the world would look like in three years' time? Uh, Do you know exactly the effects of long-term problems associated with COVID? So no matter, no matter which side of the coin you fall, you have to make a decision, and that choice will have consequences on either side. So where is your standard for measuring to what degree of exactedness are you going to be acceptable for determining which side of the coin you're going to make a decision to fall on?
1: Yeah. And there are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. Mm. What is yeah. on balance I, the best choice?
3: I've often wondered I wonder Go pre- oh, good.
4: I should say, I wonder with a person like this where you, know, you can't eat, it's very difficult to even give him a thought experiment is kind of use a broken record technique where he doesn't answer it, but then you ask the same question, maybe a little sound a little different, but it's the same question. And then he answer, he asks a little, he doesn't quite get on and then you ask it again nicely. Mm. And I would imagine at some point he would have to address it. Maybe. Maybe I've
2: noticed, I've noticed, i found myself saying, okay, let me try this a different way. And I don't know if that's really what you should do because you're calling attention that they didn't get it the first time around, but that's kind of what I want to convey. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's a softer way of calling attention to the idea that they didn't pick up on the question that you were hoping to have them answer.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And what's, and how are they determining the data for both sides of the coin right now? Um, you know, what's the criteria for accepting what data that they're seeing out there? You know, you've got the data that shows the impact of actually getting COVID right now. And then you've got the data with the nearly a billion people that have had the vaccine across the world. And what's the percentage of those people for which there are side effects? And, you know, with the data that's coming out, why are you preferring one over the other with your choice not to get vaccinated? That's a, an interesting pathway to go down.
3: I, I often wonder about the the action inaction dichotomy, right? So this vaccine a situation where you have to take an action, right? right? And so I think people naturally have a bias to not do an action unless they really have to, right? And I I just I'm curious, like yeah. if that situation were reversed, right? If you if you had to do something, right? And uh, or or if 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 it were reversed, right? It's like you do, taking an action actually was risky, right? Like maybe you you, you could th- take an action and you would no longer be vaccinated, right? Would If would the you
4: to do vaccination that, was right? in the water supply. Yes. And you yes. had to actively exactly. right. not drink right. the water to get the vaccine. Yes. Yeah, you stop sure drinking that. the water and you're yes. yeah, right. Yeah. Not, not to not get the vaccine. Yet. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like for I, I think I think with this in this particular conversation that question wouldn't go very far, but I've wondered that in some of these discussions.
1: Yeah, maybe. Okay, good stuff. Listen, have, yeah, hypothetically, if mean, that happened, would that change your confidence about? I,
0: I would. Sense? I would be very skeptical of that study, honestly. But I, I mean, I would. I would look into it. I don't. I wouldn't say it would change my mind, but I would definitely look into it and be yeah. very skeptical. Yeah. What? What? result and, of and that, that test? That, that right there right it?
3: is. Like to me, that was clear evidence of motivated reasoning, right? If if it comes out in my favor, fine. If it doesn't, I'm skeptical, right? <laughs> that's basically. Yeah. What He's you're always saying, right.
2: right. Well, from yeah. a person who thinks they're always right, that is—that sounds logical. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. If this disagrees with what I think is true, I'm going to be skeptical about it. But and,
3: and the truth is probably like all of us do that, right? We just don't recognize where we're doing it. it but that's—I think—that's a natural thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You to reasonably re- revise your confidence
0: i, I don't think anything because coronavirus itself is just not a threat in my opinion so if there was a some like crazy new like something like that was like some crazy
1: diagnosed diagnose threat with a test and if what result of the test could make you think it is a threat
2: I'm what would be a crazy it. threat yeah. for you
3: yeah yeah actually i, I thought the same I mean, thing. I thought it, it, it might be interesting to ask him what he considers a threat to be Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mabonic plague Mutated version of like some, you know, cousin of coronavirus. Like, you know what I mean? Like something that was actually a threat. You know what I mean? That's that. There. There's my answer. Okay. A virus that if it was actually a threat. Yes, there's yes, there a
1: new variant of this virus. Yeah. Like if, super... there,
0: if there was, if yeah. there like if there was possibly or something, you know what I mean? Hypothetically, I don't think that's going to happen just because the way that coronavirus is coronaviruses have been in the past. Uh, I don't think it would ever get to, like, some, like, you know, plague-level type of uh, severity. But say they create some crazy fucking you know virus in a lab or some shit like that you know what i mean or create you know what i mean they could do it you know what i mean i'm not i'm not saying that's an impossibility that is definitely you know i mean that's definitely been like you know out there in the you know internet and like conspiracy theories for a long time you know what i mean there is so what i'm here to say
1: there is a possible world in the future potentially where there could exist a virus that and there could be exist a vaccine for that virus that you would be more willing to take the vaccine
0: I'll say, yeah, I'll, yeah, because if it was, like, some, like, like, the Black Plague or something, man, you're like, yeah, I think, sure, like, Some type th- of yeah. virus that kills you within a week. Yeah, yeah, a, sure, definitely. Very
1: like a, a highly rigorous, super good tested vaccine. Yes,
0: yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, I think, I am anti, like, anti-vax in a lot of the vaccines we have. I think there were good vaccines in the past, um, like, there were, I'm, I'm not 100% got it all in my head right now, but, a, a lot of the, a lot of it, a lot of it changed when the vaccines were being made uh, for profit and stuff like that, and companies were making them instead. Yeah,
5: a lot of it changed when the internet started. That's when it, a lot of it changed. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Or other
3: reasons. One question. I one about. question I, rec- I recall we talked about was uh, how does you know how does profit relate to effectiveness, right? Or how does the fact that the company yeah. made it relate to the effectiveness, or
2: how could we test the effectiveness, right? Somebody, somebody suggested you it as Mark it. or as either Mark or Reed saying, like, if there wasn't a profit motive for the companies, would you be more likely to take them if we took the profit part
4: of it out of it? I assume you want the physician who treats you, if you have a really bad illness, to probably make a good wage doing that. Yeah
0: that are like the universities and stuff like that and some some universities are still making vaccines but they're you know funded by you know dubious funders so there are some vaccines in the past that were good like i think the polio vaccine was a did save a lot of people i'm pretty sure but uh, but also like the mmr vaccine you know that shit's i took it but and i was fine from it obviously but there's kids that literally like get autism from it, get like you know I was crazy, fine from like... it,
2: obviously. I was fine from it, obviously. I'm impervious to being injured. Is this is what he's saying? If he's I impervious he he to being injured. Wouldn't he be fine taking a vaccine?
5: Yeah. I, I thought he said that he he didn't take the vaccine. I must have misunderstood that. No, he didn't. No, he, didn't no, he,
3: he said he, he got yeah, the yeah. MMR vaccine, but and he he didn't have any negative side effects. What he's saying. Right.
5: Didn't he? Didn't he say at the beginning when Reed asked him, "Have you been vaccinated?" Hell no. No, not well. No, I, yeah. think, I think he
3: meant the COVID vaccine,
5: right? Oh, I see. Just okay. want to go on the record saying
6: uh, the the <laughs> autism link is bullshit. Okay, just it, it really right. is.
5: We yeah, I want to say COVID.
6: that so clearly. Oh man. oh man, I I was listening to this live in Reed's air conditioned car uh, during the event and I didn't have to keep my thick skin on. I didn't have to be kind. And I was railing and yelling at and poking and then and Kimberly was watching. <laughs> While
1: well, you're supposed to be relaxed, getting your IV and, and <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. You know, I, I mean, it was all fine. It was fine.
2: Do you think you would have been incapable of conducting this interview with this person?
6: I think I could have done it. I I've, I've dealt with things that have infuriated me far more um and it's possible i might have aborted at some point but hopefully mm-hmm. not at a loss of rapport more like um i i have i have the excuse of well you know this is going out on, on youtube and you've probably gotten us like smacked down hard already and if if we can't uh get away from the conspiracy stuff i'm just gonna cut it <sighs> i might have
5: that's a good question anthony because I'm seeing this sort of topic is requiring a lot of skill to be able to SE someone on this because we all have something, some stake in it. And so it requires a lot of self-control.
4: Uh, and I'm seeing well, I'm, self-control. Well, I imagine we've all had people mm-hmm. who this yeah. is affecting personally. You know?
3: Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's when it's going to become more difficult
2: when you know your loved one succumbs to a... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it doesn't get that bad, but when we start losing... Oh, well, people are losing loved ones. But, yeah, They'll, I think it, it could help yeah. your own ability to do this if, if it hits too close mm-hmm. to home.
5: Well, they've got a lot of younger people now going into hospital in Australia with the new strain of COVID. And um, can you imagine if that was, you know, your child that's in ICU and you're having a conversation with a guy like this? How difficult would that be? It's almost
2: almost. Yeah. I don't want to say impossible, but you'd have to really be stoic and try to just
4: stick to the principles of se and take yourself out of it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But it would be really hard. Mm-hmm. But treating physicians and nurses are having conversations with their patients who believe. Yeah, that. they're That's literally weird. in the hospital bed.
3: Yeah,
5: that was on podcast, right?
2: And they won't. Yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't accept that they're dying of this virus. There must be something else.
5: Yeah
4: believe if that doesn't show you how strong beliefs are nothing will i mean it just can be yeah. so overpowering
2: well that one guest on McGraney's podcast was talking about this idea of tribal death and social, social is, death. right that's worse so- social that's social death, yeah. So- social oh, death yeah, kind of yeah social death as opposed to a real physical death Um, But it seemed like it was kind of mixed because she was suggesting that people could still like go out on the sly and get their shot You don't really notice nobody's gonna notice that you got your shot unless you go to a store in a small town maybe But you could still drive 50 miles out of town and go to another you can still obscure the fact that you got the
5: vaccine You had to stay in your tribe. There's a girl from Czechoslovakia in the class that I'm I'm teaching and um, she's against the vaccine and she said to me oh i can i can go back to checks the back and we can just get the doctor to sign off on us that we've been vaccinated
2: great oh my god so we so you're encouraging us like distorting yeah. the records yeah that we use to decide if this is working or not
5: yeah which goes yeah. to my my thought about why would you place all your trust just in your local GP? I mean, what sort of history and background does that person have? And why would you prefer the judgment of one person over the supermajority of experts Here's the reasoning in that. Yeah.
2: And if you're of the mindset that all I need to do is just ask somebody to kind of finagle things and we're cool. If yeah. you think that that's, if you think that that's relatively easy to do, no wonder you don't trust st- statistics and data Yeah, because you're coming from the mind, mindset of, Oh, I could just right. kind of, I could just change this stuff. Mm-hmm. So then you think that everyone's yeah. good.
3: Well, Czechoslovakia used to be communist under the Soviet Union, right? So they probably had some of that. Remember that example we gave in the podcast where, you know, if I might not trust statistics that were coming out of the Soviet yeah. Union. Uh, yeah. E- right.
0: right. 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 This, yeah, I thought it was like, a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Finish this off. Here we go other debilitating problems from it you know what i mean we have better and worse vaccines yeah yeah there's 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 better and worse vaccines i think for sure um personally i think
1: and this current vaccine is not as good as you would like yeah
0: no this is the worst this is the worst this is absolutely the worst worst kind of vaccine because it's the new mrna gene therapy technology that we have no long-term studies on and we don't know what the hell is going to happen in the next five years. You know what I mean? Okay. The, half of the people that took the vaccine could end up infertile for God knows, you know?
1: Yeah. Say five years from now, what would need to be true in that world to think? Oh, you know, us back in five years ago, we shouldn't have been so much worried about it. We should have thought it was
0: th- Well, definitely that would be if like half of the yeah. people that got the vaccine are infertile or something like that. You know what I mean? That would be a cause for concern. That would be a cause for concern.
1: What would be a cause for uh, not concern?
0: Yeah, I will say, you know, if, uh, you know, there is, you know, if in five years, you know, maybe it's harder to tell exactly, you know, what the side effects were you know and it's a little bit you know harder to exactly pinpoint but i do think that regardless you know putting that foreign you know substance in your body is not good like honestly personally for me i don't even really believe in like injections you know what i mean like the idea of like injecting something into your bloodstream is a very new idea really that's like only been around for like 200 years or something like that god made us uh, with ways to like absorb stuff you know like we have our nostrils we have our mouth now
4: we're too much much.
3: (laughs) yeah this was interesting to me because like I i wondered to myself you know like you could tell he really struggled with the counterfactual like what would have to be true
4: for he's the not used to hearing counterfactuals
3: tonight? yeah and he, he really couldn't come up with an answer and he kind of said something and then he's like but let me tell you about putting foreign stuff in your body right like again i, I get the impression he's using like these claims as you know reasons right but Talking i wonder back. if like one strategy couldn't be like for each claim he surfaces if you say well suppose Suppose we show it is okay, or suppose they had a they had a version you could just take a tablet, right? Would you know? Would would that change your mind? And he'd probably say no. There's a million other reasons, right? But like, yeah, you're, you're still you you're still just...
2: putting it in your body.
1: Yeah.
2: But I, he's against masks, so you're not putting masks in your body, but he's still even against the mask.
1: Yeah, I put foreign substances in my body every day. I mean, my favorite foreign substances is like cheesecake. So. <laughs> What's what's the deal yeah. with foreign substances? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: is that imported cheesecake?
2: And if you uh, watch our not. Sunday poker games, you'll notice that Reed does indeed eat cheesecake. From
1: yeah, I do, I
4: do. So are we are we just looking at a case of like straight up tribalism, where just <laughs> this is my group, this is what I adhere to, and this is what I believe, and, and this is my yeah, side.
6: I, I think he just said it i think needles naturalism fallacy god will protect mm. that's my intuition of his actual reasons and everything else is confirmation bias to help buy himself out of having to deal with that needle
5: mm. that's a good insight yeah
6: that's hard. and that's just my intuition call. i i i could so be wrong
5: yeah
1: yeah a lot of that going on
0: for sure All
1: right, we'll finish this
5: off.
0: You know, our ears even, our eyes, you know what I mean? Our skin even, you know, we have ways to absorb stuff. So I don't, I personally even think that like injection in itself, injecting something straight into your bloodstream, I don't think we were meant to do that as humans personally. Injections is a type of man-made technology. Yeah, like obviously some have worked, you know, and some have worked, but I don't like in the grand scheme of things, I don't think we were meant to be doing that personally we
1: weren't weren't meant to be intervening in our health in that way
0: yeah like well like (laughs) just like the the injecting stuff straight into your bloodstream like i don't know like how do we know that our bodies were made to do that you know what i mean our body we know that our bodies were made to absorb stuff through the mouth absorb stuff through the nose absorb stuff through the eyes absorb stuff through the skin but poking a needle into your vein like how do we know that we were meant to absorb stuff through that way you know what i mean yeah i, I think that's a very you know th- philosophical uh, idea too to, to a way to think about it as well you know what i mean should we Was, wasn't he humanity wasn't he just
5: only do what wasn't he just a few minutes ago saying how in the past some vaccines were really good and now we're saying we shouldn't have any sort of needles put in us
3: yeah. yeah, he also said talked about how he was taking supplements to boost his immunity, right? And I know those weren't needles; those were like yeah. you know eaten
2: or whatever. If you yeah. consume something, you, you eat it. it's going, go your it still goes in your bloodstream. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. not necessarily.
0: No, not
6: in that so way. Meant to take pure to merit, Not specific. Right? Yeah, not a, yeah. not precisely. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh, a way to think about it as well. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? Should we humanity? only do what was meant for us by God's creation? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Uh,
0: ideally, I mean, I'm a Christian, so ideally, you know, obviously we live in a fallen world. So, uh, you know, obviously Satan is, is uh,
4: yeah. has a good comment on. The, uh, it says that uh, it, it sounds like that he shouldn't be wearing his sunglasses right now.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's
4: good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Intervening with the light. <laughs>
1: Yeah, God yeah. didn't create us with sunglasses. Yeah. pit fiber sunglasses.
0: <laughs> Ruler of this, of this world. So evil will evil will preside and win most of the time. but I, w- I would love I would love for us to you know live in a godly Christian society, you know instead of this like hell world we live in. But man, I actually gotta go, honestly. I've been talking for a while and my no mom's worries, man. waiting for me. I think we had a good conversation. Yeah, though. I love the chat.
1: Uh, try yeah. to be here Sundays from twelve to four. What, Do you come and, to
0: the park often? Uh no, no. I'm oh, about yeah, to leave, right? but uh, I'm gonna take one of these cards. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I live stream as well. Yeah. Um I'd love to continue the chat. Yeah, at some point. yeah I live stream as well. I mean a little bit different content, but you know, I'll I'll show I'll show my channel this. Cool. I'll show and, them.
1: and what was your name? Sorry?
0: My name's Nate. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Yeah. Can you sure. write down your email? Yeah. So yeah, I got an email. Oh, we gotta find uh,
4: out <laughs> Yeah. Thirty five claims, by the way. Thirty five. Wow. Yeah. Thirty five claims.
5: Amazing. See how hard it is to get to the root the root of it. Like the, what's the underpinning moral intuition belief that's and all these other things are just on the surface. But that's is the is challenge. there one I mean? uh yeah it seemed like it
2: could have been intervention like there's a natural order to things and we kind of just have to let things go and we shouldn't do man-made stuff because there's something inherently wrong about man-made stuff and vaccines are man-made stuff i i think that's that's kind of it like that might i would want to tease that out further would you would you would you view vaccines differently if you didn't have a religious outlook on life
5: yeah, question for Mark: Is it possible, Mark, that there's a whole subset of beliefs here—egoic beliefs, um, tribalist beliefs—that it's it might be impossible. It might take like a year of having conversations with someone to to unravel all of these, you know, psychosocial motivations that are in the way.
4: Yeah, I think that's interesting. I think you know, I don't—I've never talked to this guy per personally, but there are definitely subsets of people who have personality disorder issues, not saying he does, but that where it's really hard to take a perspective of another person. And my perspective Mm -hmm. is the only perspective. And if someone else has a different perspective, then that's doesn't even make, they not only does that not make sense, they cannot make sense of that, of someone Mm -hmm. else having a different perspective. The brain just just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, Being able to take a perspective of another human being. And so, Mm And I think when I, you know, sometimes when I hear really strong beliefs like that, I think about those kind of things.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Gina has a good comment in the chat. It it sounds like what Height was saying about how people rationalize their own decisions or their own intuitions after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I produced.
1: Aiming at all system to slowing down type of thinking in this. It was just all fast.
3: Maybe yeah. the only part was where he struggled to answer what what would have to happen to the tests for you to believe that the vaccine was effective, and maybe. that was maybe the only that, part.
1: That's where he slowed down the most.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, and I've noticed I like tried to match his speed. I probably should have tried to slow down myself, but he like still there's a lot of gish galloping
4: yeah I, I mean Reed, i think he did a really good job considering that was, he's difficult he is difficult yeah it's <laughs> yeah. a, a difficult conversation
2: yeah mm-hmm. and you so you had good rapport like you were you mm-hmm. were conducted yourself really well you were adhering to the method like you were trying to identify a claim and you're repeating back and you got to testing so According to our definition of what is SE, I think you are like our working new definition of SE for people watching this, because we're having these side conversations about the course. I think this this qualified as SE, even though it may have seemed like it was fruitless with them because they kept throwing claim after claim after claim at you.
3: There wasn't much reflection going on. Yeah, there wasn't much reflection.
2: We want to see like reflection but it could, a conversation it seems can still be se if you don't have the reflection because mm. you I got to the, the question right you got to the method you had the report yeah.
5: and i have a question for reed was there anything in that conversation that increased or decreased your confidence on the topic no 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 okay <laughs> so you cast your net out wider and you're still at the same yeah. point okay
1: yeah there's a lot of you know
5: yeah.
1: Kernels of truth in some of what he's saying. I could steal man a lot of what he's saying,
3: and yeah, you know, yeah, there are some kernels of truth, right?
2: No long-term studies is a really good one. Like I was nodding my head on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so much on the demon stuff.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I wonder, read like I don't know that this would have worked, but like I wonder if you could have tried like asking him to ask you what you think would be the test, or like what you would consider a good or a bad result for vaccine efficacy and you just answer it like shortly and simply, Mm. right? And then you ask the question back to him because I I wasn't sure like he got the idea of what the conversation was supposed to be. It, It was kind of using it as a soapbox, right?
2: It could also be interesting to do what Nathan suggested at the last review where you ask him, you ask your conversation partner, what do you think people on the other side think about this? I think that was Nathan's and maybe it was Mark's, I'm not sure kind of lose track of it. But I wonder if he can verbalize how other people who are taking the vaccine and are worried about the virus, I wonder if he could, if he had the capability of verbalizing their argument, their position in a fair way, Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're just these bunch of sheep who will follow anything. Like, I wonder if he would go that way, or could he put a really good neutral argument in their mouths? I wonder
4: yeah and, and this is actually a good video because I know it was he was all over the place with his claims, but I think when the regular person talks to a family member who might be glued to certain channels or certain forms of media, I think this may more closely resemble how conversations go, where it's so hard to have a real honest conversation because maybe who you're talking to the claims just keep on rotating and, and so when they come up so fast yeah. you really can't address anything and I, I'm wondering if that's in real life that's how these conversations tend to go I, yeah, uh, I can see
2: how this this kind of conversation partner could really frustrate somebody who's inexperienced with SE because mm-hmm. it's not going the way that you would expect a conversation to go like you're getting thrown for a loop because you're you're, the, you're being jammed with too many claims at the start mm.
4: Yeah. And Remember you, chapter you're thinking seven. that I have to address each claim and it's you know it's impossible. So yeah. What, What's report? in chapter seven? Oh Chapter, chapter seven, seven of Impossible
6: Conversation reminds us that when we are dealing with somebody who's doxastically closed, we at least have the opportunity to learn their jargon and their yeah. arguments, which might prepare yeah. us for other conversations even if we make no headway with them at all.
5: Yeah, I feel that's like we nice.
6: did that here today. Yeah,
5: it's a good point. Well, I was yeah. I was just thinking the opposite because um They were just surface claims and I'm thinking, like, I'm in the same position with Reed. My confidence wouldn't change either way from this because I don't feel like I've learned anything from him. I haven't really understood his reasons behind those surface claims. Mm. Because as soon as you get to it, he changes to another surface claim. So... Um, it this, this video is a great educational tool for people interested in SE to watch to see so. okay, this is the sort of difficult conversations we can have, and this is like a really skillful demonstration of self control and all those sort of things. But if I was Reed sitting there and I wasn't filming this, I pretty much feel like I'd wasted my time because <laughs> I haven't yeah. learned anything from him, you know, it's just one claim after another, or maybe I've. I Didn't lose it, I might have practiced self control. If I could have maintained the same self control that he did, that would have been a benefit I could take away from it, maybe. But, it really well, yeah, but like
3: Dolly said, yeah, you, you could learn the moral, the moral intuitions that he has or the moral language, right? That he uses. Yeah. So it sounds like he, he values freedom yeah. and autonomy, right? Versus yes, authority.
2: Yes, that would be a takeaway. Yeah, I would imagine that this guy probably felt that he was really listened to too and, and mm. treated respectfully. And yeah. maybe willing to come back for the second talk the next time he finds himself in LA stranded because his flight was canceled or whatever the yeah. deal was.
1: I got his email. I may ask for yeah. him to schedule great? a Zoom meeting with me. If I do do that, what should be my I don't know strategy yeah. or, or what, what should be the game plan? I,
3: I, I think would the, ask him to the, do one claim the, the, the game, yeah, really, really claim. yeah really going to focus on one, <laughs> focus
1: one on claim
4: one
3: claim yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and really like what's the what's the Biggest reason, right? What's the most important reason to you? Even if you may not reason. even know what it is, right?
5: but Yeah. And yeah, that was a good point, Anthony. Because sometimes the goals, like we can have three goals out of SE, and one of my goals is to try and you know learn the arguments against what I believe, so that I can falsify what I believe. And I might not hit that with a discussion like this, but one of the goals is to like a community service where I have people feel like they've been heard and connect and you know, and and that would have been demonstrated here. So that goal would have been hit where this guy would have felt like he was heard at least.
2: Also think about how many times we do an interview or something kind of like what I was talking about. And you regret it afterwards. Like I could have done better. I should have said this. It's conceivable Mm, that he may also be thinking about how he could have performed better in that interview. And maybe he's actually thinking about some of the things that he said and maybe wish that he had phrased it differently. So I think all all in all, it was good, even though there wasn't, Reflection, or movement, or a breakthrough of some sort—like there's still value in that exchange.
5: Yeah, yeah, and often we don't we don't know if the reflection is happening four hours later or a day later. You can't tell.
3: And and there were some some you know areas where you could have maybe pushed, and there was maybe like an opening. Like you said, well, I don't think the polio vaccine was bad. Oh, okay, you know, or I might take a vaccine if it were like the Black Death or mm. the plague right and so that's interesting right so he's he's not like completely close to the idea right so then like it's interesting to i don't think he seriously considered like what would have to be different like you know on the scale from the black death to you know no one dying from anything like how bad would it have to be you know uh, but, but but i felt like there were like he said yeah there's better and worse vaccines well like maybe the unread library effect well what what makes a vaccine better or worse? And how do you know which ones are good and which ones aren't? I mean, he had he had claims ready for those, but at least there was like a little bit of movement possible, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, we're. I'm going to be going out, try to be Sundays, and then I'm going to be going on a road trip starting in mid-September all the way to mid-November. I think yeah. this is a very, you know, Common topic I will try to get and continue. Yeah, an SE road trip, basically. Cool. And uh, yeah, I'll be getting a lot more of these combos. I'll be uploading them to my new clips channel, Mm -hmm. just the raw combos. And if it's something really good, I'll put it on the main channel. So look out for that. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, check out all these guys' channels. Really, really great. Uh, Matt, are you planning to do a channel at some point? Maybe at some point in the future, yeah. Nice. So cool. Yeah, appreciate everyone for coming. Anything, any last words?
6: Yes, I want to I, I, I invite people. Uh, a lot of the people in the comments were talking about speaking to somebody about their vaccine hesitancy or medicine, medical hesitancy. I'm doing a series of those kinds of interviews. So hit me up at jugglinglessons at gmail.com. I would love mm-hmm. to talk to you about that if you're interested and willing and i'm talking to people from all spectrums in the in medical hesitancy i'm not trying to select for that just i'm only selecting for are you willing to be open and transparent about it and uh, talk to me about your feelings on it
2: Mm. Have you guys thought about going to a school board or something it seems like that's where there's a lot of activity these conversations are happening No, interesting. That's I, good, idea. I know Mark went to a freaking protest. I'm allergic to violence. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty stressful when I watch the
1: videos. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, cool. Another great show. Thanks, everyone.
6: Bye, bye. All right, All right bye. thanks for you. Bye.
0: The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here, or not expressed here, do not necessarily represent those of the organization. The intro and outro of this episode was narrated by Apollos.